listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hey there, welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. This week I want to do a nice quick episode and chat about blogging. So if you have a website or a blog and you like to write blog posts as part of your TPT marketing, this episode is for you. We're going to be chatting today specifically about how to make money from blogging because blogging can be fun if you enjoy writing, but at the end of the day, none of us want to sit there and spend hours and hours of our time writing these amazing blog posts for it to amount to nothing financially. At the end of the day, one of our main goals as sellers and TPT bloggers is that we want to write blog posts will eventually drive some kind of traffic to our stores and hopefully make us money. But how do we do that? Let's dive in. So I consider there to be three types of blog posts. This is what I mostly find in my own blogging experience. The first type of blog post that you can write is what I would describe as like an expert how-to kind of blog post. So it's really where you're asking for nothing in return. Maybe you're teaching your audience something, how to implement math centers in your classroom and you're giving lots of tips and advice. It's not something that's really all about a TPT resource. You're not really trying to sell anything. You really are just providing value and knowledge and know-how. And that's a lot of kind of the expert how-to type of posts is mostly, yeah, teaching people stuff. The other type of blog post I consider often using is I call like a soft sell. So you might be providing value and teaching things and like talking about math centers, but you do have a product in mind that you kind of want to push. So maybe within the post or at the end of the post, you sort of direct people to your store and say, hey, you know, if you've really enjoyed learning about these math centers, I think you're going to love my math centers. And you can talk about them a little bit and kind of link to them. The whole post isn't about the math center product that you have, but it's very much in there. And it's a part of your strategy is that, you know, you really want to make money. So you're talking about your product. It, it does kind of come up. And you can do this with non-paid resources too. Like it doesn't always have to be linking to your store. You might be providing a freebie or a lead magnet to your email list. You kind of are asking for something though, because you do want to direct traffic. You do want to get email subscribers. Like you want something from people and a product in some form is usually mentioned. And then the third type of post that I often, you know, write myself and include on my blog is a salesy post. And it's just pure, pure salesy. What I mean by that is I write a post specifically about a resource. I'm like, hey, these are my math centers. And there's like no shame in it. I'm just going to be literally talking about my math centers, this whole post, talking about what they are, what's included, how amazing they are, when they can be used, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Pictures are thrown in there, links to the, you know, math centers would be thrown in there, that kind of thing. So when it comes to blogging, I think it's really good to have a balanced approach and to write those three different types of blog posts. So you don't want to just be continuously writing salesy ones. You also don't want to just be continuously writing expert ones, because if you do too much of one thing, you know, there's a downside. If, you, if you're constantly salesy all the time, you're not really providing any value. If you're constantly providing value, you're not really making any money. So it's really good to have a balanced approach. And I, I think it's good to kind of alternate and to do all three of those types of posts. 
But in this episode, I wanted to talk about how to make money from your blog. So I want to hone in on that third type of post and talk about those salesy posts that you can write. And I actually want to encourage you to write them. And the the whole reason basically I'm recording this episode is because from working with coaching students or like chatting to other TPT sellers, whether it's like on Facebook or my mastermind, whatever, I've kind of gotten that vibe that sometimes, you know, as sellers, we really struggle to be salesy. So we tend to kind of go for the, here, I'll give as much value as I can. And I'm really shy about talking about my resources. And I want to encourage you to write those really salesy blog posts. And the reason is because they can be the most profitable. And that's just from my experience. So I'm not saying that those other types of posts don't have value. They definitely do. I I do like to write those kind of posts, you know, how to do this, five tips for this. They are definitely really important. But I have done a bunch of really salesy posts over the years where I just purely write about a resource. And those are my most popular blog posts, believe it or not, which I know sounds crazy. And of course, those are my most profitable blog posts. For example, I was on my dashboard this morning, just having a quick look at my traffic for the last few weeks. I always like to sort of have a look, see where my traffic's coming from. It keeps me in my business focusing on the right things. I can see that my money's coming from Pinterest and blogging. That makes me go and make a pin or write a blog post instead of getting distracted by Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So I was on my dashboard and I could see just for you know the last couple of weeks my traffic section was showing me that my blog had been quite profitable. So it's not even the end of the month for me in recording this. I'm just looking at the last like two or three weeks and I can see behind TPT itself in terms of what's profitable for me, other than just Pinterest.com, like with direct pins coming through. I've got these UTM codes and I can see which blog posts are bringing me money. So like the top one up there is this writing unit blog post. It's got 126 click-throughs and they're converting about 9.52%. So I've got $163.88 just in the last couple of weeks from one blog post, which I think is really good. And that blog post is so, so salesy. And the ones below it, I made $67, $35, another $31, another $10, another $30. You know, there's a bunch of them. It goes for pages and pages. And even though some of them are just like 20 or 30 bucks, it, it adds up, you know, over the month. And really, they all are. I'm looking at them. I can see the UTMs. They are specifically about a product. They're not those kind of how to teach opinion writing posts. It's like, here's my opinion writing unit and I'm talking all about it, which is just fascinating to me. It's like it's it's weird, but my salesy blog posts are my most profitable. I think that as sellers, we get in our head sometimes. We really don't want to market ourselves. We don't want to come across as annoying and always asking for a sale. We don't want to be salesy. And so I'm just hazarding a guess here, like I said earlier, but I think a lot of sellers shy away from these kind of posts because they just don't want to be icky. They don't want to feel that ickiness. But honestly, just I'm hoping me talking about this and sharing a little bit of my stuff from my traffic helps you realize how profitable these salesy blog posts can be and how worthwhile they are to write. And if I had to you know, ask myself why they do well, because it doesn't really logically make much sense, I assume it's because obviously my blogging and Pinterest go hand in hand. So Pinterest is a big factor here that drives traffic to those blog posts. So obviously you have to make some great pins. That is a big part of it. But once people are on this blog post, they really do get to learn all about my products. They really get to have a better experience than they just do on a TPT listing. You know, it's more than just a little description or a couple of images. You know, they're really getting a lot of information about why this, you know, product is so amazing and why it would be life-changing for them. So I think that 
having that really in-depth look at your resources is really powerful. And I think it does convert well. So once they get to TPT, they're just like, yep, I'm going to buy it. Probably don't even spend that much time looking at the listing. They've gotten all that information from the blog post. But like I said, it's also possible that the blog is just a middleman from my viral pins and things. So I will acknowledge that Pinterest probably plays a big role. But anyway, I have an action item for you this week. And it's that if you are a blogger, if you're someone that likes blogging and you aren't already doing this because you think it's a bit icky, I think you should be writing some more salesy posts. So if you happen to be writing a blog post this week anyway, or you plan on writing one, or you think you should probably get around to writing one, why not write yourself one this week? Just no shame, just writing a post purely about a resource in your store. And even if it's not this week, maybe it could be an action item for you in the coming weeks. Maybe it's something that you even hire out and you don't do yourself anymore, but you could get your blog writer to do. No shame, just writing about the resource in lots and lots of detail. Now I will add, obviously as a tip, we don't want to be spending all our time and energy writing blog posts about our worst sellers. If they're not selling, there might be a reason for that. So I think it's good to go for products that are going to bring you money and be a bit more guaranteed to convert. So I guess you could write about bestsellers, product lines and bundles, bigger ticket items, expensive stuff, resources that you're really proud of, you know, like evergreen things as well that can perform all year long for you. I guess what I'm saying is don't go for your worst selling $1, you know, Christmas product that no one ever buys. That's probably not the wisest thing to go for. But if you had some kind of year long amazing bundle, you know, that was evergreen and it was going to bring you a fair bit of money once it converts and you know that people already like it, like that would be a great one to write a blog post about. And that is my action item for you. When it comes to writing this post, be sure to add in some really great quality images. Beautiful product photography or mock-ups is probably the way to go. Don't forget to add your logo. People do save images as pins. They do end up on Google Images. It's really good to have it be, you know, traced back to you. Be sure, obviously, throughout the post, more than once, a few times, to link to the actual resource in your TPT store or your website shop. And be sure as well to use UTM codes. If you're sending these people to TPT, it's really great for you to be able to see on the traffic section, oh, they came from this blog post. They bought this specific product. I know where my money is coming from. So be sure to do that. And just be really persuasive within your blogging and in your copy, you know, really writing about why this, you know, resource would be a game changer for your reader. I really hope this nice quick little episode about how to make money from blogging has inspired you to get back into blogging, perhaps, but definitely to be salesy and don't be ashamed. You are running a business and your goal is to make money and there's nothing wrong with that. So give a salesy blog post a try in the coming week or weeks. I don't really have anything I really want to share with you in the show notes today, but I will throw a link into my blog. I guess if you're curious and you want to have a little stalk at what I do, that's okay. But let's remember with everything in the TPT world, you know, sometimes it's nice to be inspired, but let's not go copying everybody else. But I will put a link there just in case you want to get a little bit of an idea of the type of things I do put in my blog. But I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.